Welcome to the Nutrigenomic Nation podcast with Brian Highfield, certified nutritionist, author, speaker, and founder of multiple successful companies in the health world. Brian is known for educating healthcare professionals and others on improving their health and their life through breakthroughs in nutrition, technology, and biochemistry. On the podcast, Brian interviews thought leaders in the world of nutrition and natural health. He and his guests share the secrets of a whole life natural approach to health and the life-altering results you can get by making easy changes to your diet and daily routine. Well, welcome to another episode of Nutrigenomic Nation, where we talk about nutritional-based healthcare technology and emerging trends related to your genetic health. So today, we have another very special guest. We have Dr. Kevin Khalili. He is a chiropractor, and he founded the Laser Rehab Institute in Santa Barbara, California. He specializes in preventative sports medicine, breakthrough injury recovery, whole body lifestyle coaching, and comprehensive functional medicine. He is also an author of a new book called Preserve Your Curves, Spinal Freedom with Yoga and Pilates. So welcome to the program, Dr. Clearly. Thank you so much for having me on today. So uh, one of the things I want to say is a lot of people go, well, why did you write this book? And so the painful truth is that every single day, millions of Americans are actually unknowingly paying to get injured. And so that was the motivation. And so since so many people are doing yoga and Pilates, paying for this, that's where people are getting injured unnecessarily. So I came up with a way to basically empower people to understand those disciplines tailored to their body so they can enjoy yoga, enjoy Pilates without suffering needless pain and injuries. That was why I wrote this book. So talk a little bit about just, just yoga and Pilates in general. I mean, obviously it's a, it's a great way to, um, you know, just, just keep your body um, uh, maintained in terms of your, your, your spinal um, uh, just integrity and it's a good form of exercise. I mean, when I tried it for the first time, I was surprised uh, actually how tough it was, but I was also surprised how good I felt afterwards. Absolutely. I mean, I practice yoga at least five days a week. They're two absolutely beautiful arts. However, um, these systems have been around yoga thousands of years. Uh, Pilates started in the early 1900s. And Joseph Pilates himself admitted borrowing a lot of yoga techniques. Now, here's where the flaw came, unfortunately. Since these systems have been around forever, it didn't go through a regular system of checks and balances. They, I call these kind of grandfathered movements. And so in terms of, like you said, feeling good, just moving and breathing and sweating, you're going to feel good. However movements that are not conducive to the health of our spine over time are going to cause pain and injury. And so that's what I researched to help decipher, well, which one of those movements are good for most of us and which ones are harmful to most of us. The shocking truth is when you go to a typical yoga class, I've been to thousands of them, is that literally 30 to 50% of the class of those movements can cause pain and injury. Not right then, sometimes it can, 
just depends where you are in your health spectrum. But over time, it's not an if, it's a when. And so with the growing trend of yoga and Pilates, and I even have references in my book where they've done studies over a 14 year period, injuries are on the rise. And this is totally preventable because it's not like a sport where it's unpredictable. You're paying for a class, it's controlled, it's guided. So imagine guiding yourself towards injury. It's really should never happen. And so that was, that was the motivation to try to help, help people out there just to empower them the knowledge um, of what movements are right for their particular body type. We're all different. And so we all need different things, but certain, certain movements are bad for most of us. And so that's what I help explain with uh, over 160 illustrations. And it's a, it's a how to modify those movements. So it's not just criticizing. It's, it's like, okay, here's a traditional movement. Here are some alternatives. So I, I love the title, Preserve Your Curves. Um, and, uh, and it sounds like it's it, a lot of yoga instructors and Pilates instructors should read this book as well so that they're actually teaching it correctly. Oh, absolutely. Um, in fact, the, the whole beginning of the book is yoga instructors and, uh, and Pilates instructors endorsing what, I, what I've done, um, including the editor of LA Yoga. When I can talk to these people one-on-one, and show them the you know, x-rays and the science, the aha moment occurs. And particularly when they come in injured, there's a lot of people, I mean, this is the criticism I get. Well, it's just because they're not doing yoga or Pilates right. Well, I, half of the people coming to my office injured are the actual instructors because they're doing it the most. And so they're in an amazing shape but just because you're in amazing shape doesn't mean you can't get injured. And so they're coming in absolutely blown away when they see their films and I show what caused those injuries. And so, but I, I tell them, this is how you can modify it so that doesn't occur. So I do not by any ways want people to stop doing yoga and Pilates. I just want them to learn how to do it right for their body type. Now you've you've been a chiropractor for for a while now, and I know you specialize in in uh, in yoga and different sports, um, and you have some additional certifications. I mean, tell us just a little bit about your background. I mean, what drove you to be into uh, the healthcare space and be a chiropractor anyway? I wanted to be a doctor when I was a kid, and so I originally wanted to be a medical doctor, and so but in high school, I remember reading this book. It was called The Natural Doctor. You know, back then we had libraries. And so I was fascinated how you could help someone conservatively using food modification, exercise, herbs, nutrients, lifestyle changes. I was like, that is what I want to do. And so I discovered that as a chiropractor, which this book was, The Natural Doctor was based on a chiropractor that you could do all those for your patients. And so 28 years later, I absolutely love practicing. I'm one of these guys that never wanna retire. Um, so I'm very grateful to have found something that is so passionate in my life. And so we're actually not accepting patients in our office. 
I'm very fortunate. I've done quite well in my life. Um, and I, I said, wow, I know all this knowledge. I'm great for my community. Now it's time to take this knowledge beyond my clinical walls. And so, you know, after 28 years, you, you learn a thing or two and it's time to, I call it, it's about the care, the share and making people aware. And that's where I'm at in my life right now. Awesome. Now, I know you're a vegetarian. Were you, were you always a vegetarian? No, I am born and raised in, in the South. So Oklahoma and Texas is where I spent all my life till I was 20. So meat, potatoes, uh, tons of dairy, lots of wonderful processed foods. I didn't feel good. I had chronic allergies, low energy. Um, I'm almost 52. I can tell you, I feel much better now at nearly 52 than I did in my teens and 20s. And so I morphed into a plant-based, Is the more I knew, the more I researched, and the more I deciphered through all the trends and the fads, I discovered the truth. And I've, I'm continually feeling better. It seems like I'm getting younger every year. Again, I want to share this, and it's not just the subjective response. I clinically do a lot of blood testings on my patient and on myself, and I've seen objective data clinically where my laboratory results are getting better all the time. So it's, the plant-based is the only way. Um, you know, you, you may hear different opinions, but it's just not my viewpoint. All the successful, healthy longevity cultures are all plant-based as well. And yet we want to follow the way people ate thousands of years ago, whether mm. you call it the paleo or keto. And I tell people, why do you want to follow a diet where people died at 30? So, so you can give me a thousand research journals, but that doesn't incentivize me. What incentivizes me is when people are these centenarian cultures thriving, literally thriving. Um, it's not about living long, it's about thriving. Yeah. And the common denominator is, it's about, the ratio is about not high, about 95% plant-based is where you wanna be. So talk a little bit about the importance of a plant-based diet. I mean, what's going on biochemically inside the body with a plant-based diet versus our, you know, the folks that are meat, just eating meat and potatoes? Well, I mean, it comes down to take a typical carnivore. Let's, let's, let's talk about the carnivore, right? And so carnivores all do certain things. First of all, they eat pretty much the whole animal, right? What do humans do? They cut, they splice, they season, they cook, they tenderize to make it flavorful for our palate, okay? So carnivores don't do that. They eat the whole thing, all right? Also, carnivores have a completely different digestive tract. They have a very short digestive tract. They also have enzymes that we don't have. They also have dentation, meaning their, the way their teeth are oriented. So humans don't have any of that. And so that's, that's just telling the difference between a typical carnivore and ourselves, okay? Then you say, well, when we eat plants, these, are, these foods are primarily alkaline, anti-inflammatory. And again, when it comes down and 
on the analysis of blood spectrum, we just thrive in that environment. And so, you know, research journals, you have to look at them with a grain of salt because unfortunately, you know, whoever's flipping the, the dime, they usually want a desired outcome for their particular service or their particular belief. And so that's why I encourage people to, to look at research, but also look at sociological analysis of successful cultures. This is what got me into trying to understand, well, where around the world are people doing really well and what's the common denominator? And so it's not, the common denominator 100% is plant-based diet. The interesting thing is about the, the, the meats or the animal portion, what they eat, is different globally. Some will eat fish and eggs, some will eat pork, some will eat lamb, some will eat dairy, but the common denominator is it's usually around under uh, five, 10% of their total uh, dietary intake. So that's just who we are. We are um, plant eating beings. You know, the whole protein fad too has been a misnomer as well. You know, I don't know why we associate meat with protein and, uh, and, that, and that protein has to be meat for that, so that we gain muscles. So you look at the mighty gorilla, right? Mm -hmm. The mighty gorilla is 98% uh, vegan. And the other 2% is like an insect or something that's in their food. And so, and then you look at, the, the rhinoceros, you look at the African elephant, big muscular beings that they're also have a, a vegan diet. And so it's, um, it's unfortunate that, you know, our society is being duped, that meat is the path to health and wellness. And, but I do regular lab and blood analysis. This absolutely is not true. I've experienced it personally. I see it with my patients. And so I, I'm hoping that the truth will finally emerge, but um, you know, it's one step at a time. And that's why we're doing this show. Yeah, so. ab absolutely. Educating people on, on those benefits. Let's uh, flip gears a little bit. Let's talk about um, athletes. I know you've consulted with some different sports teams. I know you have some uh, professional athletes as, as clients. Um, so can you speak a little to any of the athletes that may be listening about just their physical fitness and injury prevention? I mean, what advice would you have for them? Well, first of all, let's talk about gladiators back in the Roman era time, who they were known as Hodori. Basically, that meat translates into barley men. So here you had these mighty gladiators back in the Roman Empire, and they thrived on a total vegan diet. And that's been proven with recent research through DNA analysis. And then you take it to modern times, a lot of the successful athletes today who convert to a vegan diet actually notice greater strength, greater recovery, less inflammation. And so I would advocate if you are um, a high athlete, you're going to benefit immensely from going towards a plant-based um, diet. That's what I've, I've noticed. 
and there's a I'm gonna plug a film out there called Game Changers, which talks on this topic, whether it's the a football team or you know firefighters or the military or Olympic athletes, they talk to basically a before and after spectrum when these um, high level athletes go to plant base. So it's a wonderfully done film to help inspire people to want to go that direction. So what if you had a megaphone and let's say you're in a large stadium, 50,000 people that are there and have, you have their attention and they're, they wanted to change their health for the better. What, what, is, what is the best advice that you could just give the general public uh, about their health and, and how to take those necessary steps forward? Well, I, I have a slogan. I say, I say eat 95.5 to thrive to 105. That says it all in a short sentence. So 95% plant, 5% animal, and thrive to 105. Not live, thrive. And so... And then another slogan I say along that lines, I say, we got to sweat daily. You know, our largest organ is our skin, but we don't mm -hmm. exercise it. So just moving or just heavy weights, you're not necessarily sweating. And so that's why I say don't exercise daily, sweat daily for at least 45 minutes. Okay. And the, another huge, huge factor. I would say top of the list, and we are really guilty, you gotta sleep nine hours a day. Before the invention of electricity, the average person slept over nine hours. A big part of the reason why we do not sleep like this anymore is electronic medium. And so we're up late at night, we're watching TV, we're on our computer screens, and these screens inhibit our melatonin release from our pineal gland. And so right now the average is just about six hours a day. So imagine three hours we're losing a recovery time each day. And so when you lose sleep, not as focused, you're immune suppressant, anxiety goes up, emotional behaviors. I mean, the list goes on and on. There's actually thousands of studies out there of what sleep deprivation, how it negates a healthy lifestyle. So. I'm going to just keep it simple. Go over it again. Uh, sweat daily. Eat 95% plants. We got to keep it simple. I mean, I can go on and on. If you just do those three things, your life will transform, guaranteed. So another slogan I use for, for the sleep in terms of getting rid of the electronic medium, I say, we got to wean from the screens to do a digital detox from the tox box. And so we all know what the tox box is. It's our TV and um, it, it'll transform you. It'll, I get nine hours myself. We cut the TV off in our household nine years ago and we did it for, for a child. And um, what we noticed is that we actually benefited. And so, I'm not against the computer. It's wonderful. It's a good mm. way to communicate. I just think we should follow our natural circadian rhythm. When the sun goes down, we got to slow it down. And so super, super important. So there you go. Just those three things. Yeah. Awesome. Keep it simple. I love it. 
So where can our audience uh, go to just connect with you, maybe read read more about uh, or, or even find your book out there? So where, where can people go? Do you have a website? Yeah, website, uh, drkhalili.com, uh, com. So D-R-K-H-A-L-I-L-I. Awesome. So the that's people it. can go there and connect with you. That's, that's awesome stuff. So really, really appreciate it. I really enjoyed the uh, discussion today. I hope our audience enjoyed our discussion. And we hope you join us next time when we discuss another topic related to your good health. So our guests have been Dr. Kevin Kalili, the chiropractor out of California and the author of Preserve Your Curves, Spinal Freedom with Yoga and Pilates. Thank you so much, Dr. Kalili. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.